Let's talk about something that affects all of us ladies, hormones. Because let's face it, when your hormones are out of whack, life can feel like a roller coaster. Well, say hello to Hormone Harmony, the ultimate solution for women of all ages seeking balance, crafted by Happy Mammoth. But what sets Hormone Harmony apart? Well, it's not just another supplement. Happy Mammoth, the company behind Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. Plus, Hormone Harmony contains science-backed adaptogens that help your body adapt to hormonal changes, ensuring you feel like yourself again. Hormone Harmony is an all-in-one hormonal balancing solution designed for women of all ages. So whether you're in your 20s dealing with PMS or in your 40s and beyond facing menopause, Hormone Harmony has got you covered. For a limited time, you can take 15% off your first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW for 15% off your order today. Welcome to the Black Girl Flow Podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old Black girls working every day to be in flow. And we want you along this journey with us. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Black Girl Flow Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on yet another episode. Y'all, Little Mermaid's out, Spider-Man's out. There are just so many really dope movies. Yes. Yes. I didn't know this. Is it the black one? Yes. For the culture. Round two. Yes. So there have just been a lot of moments and culture that I've been sitting in, Mm -hmm. and it's been really cool that... One, it's like we're adults experiencing these. Yeah. So it's like we already have the preface of knowing like how far these characters have come along. But I've just been sitting in how cool it is that we're experiencing all of these huge cultural moments. I know. It's giving happy Juneteenth month. Yes. And happy Pride month. Yes. All, all the culture. Of, all of the culture. And Beyonce's on tour right now. Ugh, how could we forget? I know. Listen. Summer Walker started hers. And Tiana Taylor has been killing, killing it. the creative direction. Mm-hmm. It's just she one of those. She did Lotto's Coachella. Mm-hmm. And then she's doing Summer Walker's. She, yeah, she really, she's that girl. Yes. So if you haven't taken a moment to just appreciate yourself for being a black woman, this is the time because it's just really dope uh, just sitting in all of these huge cultural moments. If you're new, we like to start off our podcast with a quick little pulse check. If you've been listening in, you already know the drill. So Lexi, I'm going to pass it to you. How have you been? What are things going on in your orbit? Yeah, I feel like we officially kicked off summer. Yeah, I've had a lot of just very fun summer days. And so I'm really grateful and happy for that. Um, Been doing lots of dancing and lots of hanging with friends. And I think the summer is going to be good. I have a feeling it's going to go by really quick. So I'm just trying to hold on to every little piece of it. And I keep telling everybody I'm not doing anything this summer. We'll see, though. 
Mm. <laughs> we'll see. That's I feel like in retrospect to your other pulse checks, that's a pretty positive pulse check. Cause I feel like for the longest you're like, I'm busy, like I'm working, I'm grinding, I know, I'm and on I the t- move. Yeah. And then this time it's like I'm dancing, I'm hanging out with friends. So it's like a different type of energy in June. Cause I told everybody, I was like, re reel me in. I do not want to be out. I'm tired. Take yeah. me out, coach, take me out. So I took myself out. <laughs> when you're like god i am not one of your strongest soldiers like no i definitely am but also rest and revive you know what i mean like yes. if there's still the war to be fought i gotta take a breather i love that yeah. that's super positive and super cool how about you for me you know for those who've been listening i was doing the artist way for a while and oh, yeah. i was consistent with it and then again similar to what you were just saying life hits you and then i.e she goes back to atlanta Yeah. I went, when I travel, it's really hard for me to stay consistent with the things that I want to do. And so I haven't been doing that. I'm hoping to get back into that this month. And, uh, you know, I have some family that's going to be visiting me. So I'm going to be going back to Atlanta within a couple of weeks. I'm really excited about that because, you know, I didn't grow up with a lot of my cousins and like family members being in the States. And so when they do come or when I'm able to visit them, it's just really yeah beautiful. And so I've been really excited to just plan out that trip and see where like I can show my cousin. So y'all live secret thing about her is she loves the itinerary and like that kind of week of things to look forward to Mm -hmm. so i'm super excited for you and the fact that family gets to be a part of that you know that's just like a double whammy so i think that'll be good summer vibes of like kicking it with the kids and getting to explore all your favorite parts of atlanta and just be on the move is just so your bread and butter yeah, I'm I'm a curator. I love curating it, oh, the that's vibe. The, okay, thank you. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. The best way. I like, love it. the nitty gritty, like in the deep, just like this is about to be a vibe. Yes, that is her. Yes, like I can pick out the things that would be cool to do. I'm not going to say what time we need to do it, when mm-hmm. we need to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, we have to do these things. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so that's what I'm excited about. And I'm just welcoming again, more love, more creativity, more joy into my life this year. I think there's definitely going to be like a shift that will be happening pretty soon that I will share with you guys eventually. Don't worry. It'll be soon. But career wise, personal wise, mm-hmm, career wise, I am sensing in my spirit and my bones and probably also love wise as well. So there are oh. some things in the work. Well, we're waiting for the breaking news reports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was, somebody was, everyone always is asking me how I'm doing and stuff like that, which, you know, our typical updates are usually the present moment things or like events that are happening. And I was like, my life has been so consistent. And I was like, hold on six months. I was like, I hope to have tangible updates of my life. I was like, but it's hard. So it's so hard to talk about things before they happen. Mm. It's like, I only want to provide it once it has happened are you like a retrospect person where it's like dang I was really on go like I was really even though it may feel like life is really consistent right now it's like you'll look back and be like no I think I'm pretty good about I always kind of know the air I'm in Mm -hmm. or that is coming like Mm. you remember last year I was like I'm gonna be traveling so much and I traveled a bunch Mm -hmm. same time this year like the start of this year I knew I was gonna be on the move and I knew I was going to be tired. And here I am tired. <laughs> Hashtag respect the era. 
Exactly. Yes. Respect the air. I love that. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm excited to get into this conversation because, you know, we talk about a lot of different facets of cultivating and living into and you've mentioned a couple of times this idea of in stillness comes revelation and something that we keep coming back to is being able to understand your experiences through mm-hmm. the lens of your emotions, mm. which can be such insight and knowledge to use in that reflection time and also to check in with yourself during those busy seasons. So it kind of meets people where they're at. And we think that a lot of the time we get the conversation around our emotions kind of wrong or just misunderstood in a multitude of ways. And so we wanted to spend some time diving deep into this idea of understanding your emotions, knowing that emotions are such like a broad spectrum, but how to better understand your emotions so that it can support you in whatever phase of life you're in and really, you know, broaden our understanding and use it as a tool. So we're going to start by kicking off of just how our relationship to emotions are, especially as black women who, you know, we often get policed in our emotions and how we can show up. Um, And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then also just what are framings and tools that we've used to help us navigate those emotions. Yeah. And it's really interesting y'all, because when we were first talking about discussing this, (laughs) I was like, I'm not really sure if I have anything to add. I'm not really sure if I'm the most in touch with my emotions to be able to speak on it. But after kind of talking it over with Lexi, I felt like this was actually a really important conversation to have because it does make you sit and think about, yo, what is my relationship to my emotions? What is my relationship to self? And so I'll kick it, kick us off by just kind of discussing my childhood and upbringing and how I've kind of come into accepting my emotions being the oldest sibling. I'm always going to start it off by that. Okay. (laughs) Being the oldest sibling in a Jamaican and American household, I was really, um, praised for being flexible and, Mm. uh, really praised for my joyous and optimistic spirit. And so I kind of felt like showcasing that to the world at least would get me places Mm. and would, and would help me better serve my family. It wasn't until, uh, you know, probably, Later in my teenage years, early college years, um, when you start to date and you start to be in community with people and and they start triggering you in ways that maybe you didn't before, that you start to try to really dive deep into why is this trigger evoking this type of emotion. Right. And so I think since those moments when I'm triggered, it's really important for me to tap into what is my body, what is this lesson calling me to understand about myself? Mm -hmm. Um, Because for the longest time, it was just kind of like show up and be flexible and be grateful. Like you have all of the resources that you need. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, there's not really room for maybe some of those like complex type of emotions because it's either, you know, happy, sad, mad. And so now that I've uh, been in therapy and uh, on and off and also been in situations where, again, within love, within friendships, within community, within work, it's triggered me to understand my relationship to body and relationship to emotions. I've been more uh, welcoming of this idea of being sensitive or being emotional or being, yeah. you know, just 
certain things that people deem as negative it's like Mm. no that's okay for me to to for me to be sensitive and for me to like have these really complex emotions yeah there's so much to dive into Mm -hmm. that you mentioned that I'm sure resonates with a lot of people who might feel and identify similarly as a sensitive or emotional person and I think you'll be able to touch on that uh and that idea of complex emotions you know moving beyond the traditional maybe five reactions that people feel, which is the kind of that happy, sad, you know, mad (laughs) and nothing else in between. Um, It's interesting that you better understand your relationship to emotions through the relationships that you have with other people and that they've kind of been, sounds like a mirror for you in how they show up and then how that makes you feel. Mm. And I'm like totally the opposite my relationship to emotions is very much me, myself, and I, and has very little to do with the external world. I tend to find myself a pretty consistent person. The best way I described this was a parallel I was describing to someone. Uh, If somebody cussed me out at work, it won't ruin my day. Like, I can't, I can't receive or take on that emotion or have a reaction that sets the course for my day they just cuss me out and then I'm going to go and do things that make me happy for the rest of the day and it's I'm going to be unbothered and I have learned that there are other people in this world that if somebody cusses them out it has messed up their whole entire day and they're wondering like how could somebody do that to me that's so rude I'm offended and they're consumed by that both I think are so valid I think I've understood or challenged myself to understand emotions just trying to understand myself and what really ticks me off and what really makes me sad or what really makes me happy. And that's always been a tough process for me. I have mentioned before that I'm an Enneagram nine, which is personality assessment. And the trope of it is peacemaker. And the emotion that's tied to being with an Enneagram nine is anger. And so this idea of when things aren't in harmony or are moving at a certain pace, I experience like anger. That's kind of the emotion that I'm stoked with. And anger and black women have never been really branded. <laughs> They've been branded together in a negative light. So I've went on a soul searching journey of understanding how anger can be, you know, a tool in my life and like uh, a very righteous anger at times because I'm so committed to this idea of justice and harmony and yeah. when it is not that and it can be that I become like Hulk <laughs> and that's so interesting because I remember when we were in college you had recommended this book Eloquent Rage by mm-hmm. Brittany Cooper mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. her discussing her relationship with anger mm-hmm. why was it important for you to like recommend that book well because black women are not always allowed to have that range of emotion. And anybody who is curious about their emotions knows the value of your emotion is equal. Happiness is equal to sadness. That's equal to uh, frustration, disappointment, those more deeper layers that go beyond just this bucket that we have. And there's an experience of black women that is enraging because of how we're treated systemically. 
And so it can actually be really empowering for us to acknowledge that, step into that. And I think the biggest lesson I learned was in the consuming of that emotion, just as much as not being able to communicate in relationships can destroy the relationship if you can't embrace that emotion. The same goes true for if you're just by yourself. Not being able to identify and interact with that emotion can deteriorate yourself. And so I could very clearly see how black women, by not being able to be provided a space to experience anger and experience a righteous rage, that it was going to cost me in how I process and cope with the world around me and was probably going to give me a chip on my shoulder Mm. or allow me to accept things that I knew were incorrect or unjust. And I was just going to have to stomach it. Um, and so I think there was a true cost of not acknowledging that and seeing how it fit into the array of how I was showing up in spaces. I love that. And it's like in these moments when you are able to be introspective, which is why we're having these conversations to understand what your relationship is to whatever emotion that you experience when you're like in the depths of it or when you're just, you know, frustrated by whatever circumstance it's like understanding how to reframe it or accept it into your life and uh figure out new ways to move through through it or yeah yeah uh when you're in when you're in community with others will do so much justice because when you don't it will cost you your relationships and it will cost you yeah being in certain spaces Similarly to you, I don't know what my Enneagram um, emotion, I guess, would be, but within my human design, since I'm a generator, for those that don't know, human design is another sort of, (laughs) it's not a personality test, but it's based off of your birthday and your time. So it's just another method for being introspective and understanding um, your destiny, your calling, what spaces fill you up, but my uh kind of I don't know what the right word is but my yeah my energy when I'm really uh like in the depths of it is frustration Mm. so I don't really I've never said that I really experience anger as much as other people I think my first reaction is sadness Mm -hmm. and I'll be really sad and similar to what you were saying earlier empaths we oftentimes absorb everything that's happening around us and it does leave us feeling depleted throughout the rest of our day Mm -hmm. and it does leave us with this like weird energy and um it can be hard to teach yourself how to not absorb that energy because Mm -hmm. the good part about it is that you're able to connect with people on a very deep emotional level because you are it's almost like you're experiencing that emotion with them Mm -hmm. but on the other side of it it feels um very it can feel like a whole range of things and learning how to take a step back and protect that energy so that you're not constantly absorbing the ups and downs of life is probably one of the uh, greatest tools that you can learn how to do within navigating relationships with other people. And so I, I remembered you had said that I was like, Oh my God, I'm an empath. Yeah. And the thing about that is because, Emotions are knowledge and insight to you, and we're not stopping those. We can't stop that influx of, you know, truly a chemical reaction in your brain when you're perceiving this world. And if we're not careful, the 
overstimulation that occurs in that or when you're in that heightened sense of emotion for a prolonged period of time can actually change the way we view and see the world. And if we don't kind of slow down and take a moment not only to really identify what those emotions are, you know, joy is very different than happiness, you know, it's different than um, sadness that's different to a frustration, to anger, to disappointment, all of those. If we don't kind of tease that out, we might be misinterpreting and, and misinformed by the world around us. When in reality, if we can identify that, that's actually a tool for us. And you being able to say just from your childhood experience and kind of needing to be flexible, how that can lend itself to being an empath to then lend itself to needing to have strong relational boundaries so that you don't absorb everybody. All of that is interconnected. (laughs) Is interconnected. And garnering the language to know which emotions we're deeply tied to and then also just building our repository of insight around uh, emotions I think will be really helpful in folks who want to have a growth mindset of getting out of a place of feeling like you're trapped in this loop and cycle of extreme emotions, which does not feel good at all. Absolutely. And one thing I feel like I've learned over the years is that even though it may seem like we're both experiencing the same thing internally, we could be having completely different experiences. Oh yeah. And when we are triggered and we do feel, you know, hot or sad or, whatever that the emotion is calling yourself in to figure out where did that trigger come from and how can I deal with this in the present moment? Did this person have bad intent when they said certain things like what is my relationship to this topic when I grew up? Just asking yourself these questions so that when, when it's not ever too late, you know, when like, it's like you're, I, the worst case scenario is breaking down or yeah. um, blowing up or whatever the case is, but you're able, you're going to be able to have really healthy relationships with others and also respect your boundaries when you do yeah. have that understanding of your emotional spectrum. I know for me too, one of the most important lessons I've learned in having a healthy relationship with my own emotions, allowing myself to feel a spectrum of emotions, because I think I even police myself at times, um, has been this idea, and I learned it from an incredible mentor in a space of we are not our emotions. And for me, that was really comforting because when we talk about narratives, I think in my household that was very masculine, emotions were reckless. Like you couldn't just experience emotions. That was too much. And in deep emotions, you weren't going to make rational decisions. And so for a while, I just steered away from being extreme in emotions. And this idea that we're not our emotions, but witnessing our emotions. So I am not sadness. I might be sad, but I am not sadness because what we know is science. Emotions are fleeting. They're a spike of a reaction and then we come down. And that for me was so empowering of great insight, knowledge, a moment. And if we're really trying to live in a present and mindful society, then that is a part of the process. And I can actually be empowered by the idea of being able to identify that I am not my emotions and by experiencing them, they're still just as value and valuable 
in in as much as I am in my very even keeled homeostasis. So that was for me just a really big revelation. So where do you think you are today when it comes to understanding your emotions? I think I'm fairly good about being able to assess how I feel about things. And I think that shows up in the type of deep relationships I'm able to cultivate with people. And like you said, the better I understand my emotions allows me to show up for other people Mm -hmm. in the depths of experience they have and be compassionate as I know my people don't always tend to think the way I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) What about you? Yeah, I think I'm still on the journey of, you know, not blaming an emotional reaction on my period. Like I'm very (laughs) much so still trying to trust myself and trust that what I experience is true to me and that it's valid for me to feel the way that I feel. And just because I feel the way that I feel does not impact you know, how I move through that situation. Well, I'm excited to see how this resonates with others as you're exploring your relationship with your emotions and how tools like recognizing you are not your emotions, but witnessing your emotions might shape and shift the way you show up in certain situations and maybe even some relationships you want to go back to the table and really reflect on. So I'm excited to hear how this resonates with you all. Yes. And with that being said, peace, love, blessings. We'll see you guys next time. Bye y'all. Bye. All right. That wraps up our episode this week. We'd really appreciate if y'all could rate us on Apple and Spotify as it really helps grow our BGF tribe and support our podcast. As always, the conversation continues on Instagram and TikTok. So connect with us there if you want to join in on all the kikis. With that said, we will see y'all next time. Rest well, folks.